So everybody, welcome to the podcast, Clueless Doctor, and I am your host, Sankalpa Chakma. And in this episode, um, I'm not I'm not going to talk about anything in in particular. I'm just going to try to remember what I studied today. I mean, I mean every day I am studying a lot of MCQs, and um, the MCQs, you know. They, they they are kind of structured in a very you know subject wise you know in in like topic wise so i studied a lot of topics today i don't really remember all of the topics and i don't really remember all of them or all of the things that i studied that i went through but i think there are a few a few tidbits of information which i can share and this is going to be absolutely random. Yeah, this is going to be a very, a very slipshot, chaotic recording. So please forgive me for that. If you want to hear something structured, something very coherent, then I think you should, you should bail out right now. So anyway, so today I studied about nerves, and you know. There are different kinds of nerves, and um, the thing about nerves is that, you know, how nerves get activated, how nerves, how neurons communicate with one another, it's through propagation of action potentials. What is action potential? Well, you know, all the cells in the body, they, I mean, the environment inside the cell is different from the environment outside the cell. I mean, I'm talking in, in very microscopic terms, in terms of individual cells. So what happens in action potential is that, I mean, some sort of a, some sort of a, some sort of an initiating change happens and some ions pass through the cell, some ions go out, and this really cre- creates a, it creates a difference in potential, difference in charge, and this and this leads to depolarization of the neuron. And this is the way in which neurons communicate with one another. One neuron depolarizes, then it causes then it causes another one to depolarize. So this this goes on, and the reverse can also happen. So yeah. Now, you know, there are two kinds of neurons. I mean, there are different kinds of neurons, depending on how you classify it. I mean, structurally, there are different kinds of neurons, bipolar neurons, then, you know, unipolar neurons, pseudo-unipolar neurons, then multipolar neurons. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, um, neurons, they... They really form connections with other neurons, with muscles, with, um, with, with, with a lot of other structures. And the connection between neurons and other structures or other neurons is called synapse. And there are two kinds of synapses. One is the chemical synapse and the other is the electrical synapse. Now, in case of chemical synapse, there is not a very... A very, um, a very solid physical connection between one neuron and the other one. 
the connection is sort of through neurotransmitters. Those neurotransmitters are secreted by the presynaptic neuron and then they find their way into the postsynaptic neuron. And when they when they reach when they when they combine, when they react with the receptors on the postsynaptic neuron, they they lead to changes in that postsynaptic neuron, sometimes opening some channels, sometimes open sometimes closing some. And um depending on the effect on the postsynaptic neuron, then there can be two types of neurons. In inhibitory postsynaptic neurons and and excitatory postsynaptic neurons. Now of course you know there are different neurotransmitters. There are many different kinds of neurotransmitters. There are small neurotransmitters, there are big neurotransmitters and and there are also excitatory neurotransmitters and inhibitory neurotransmitters. The excitatory neurotransmitters are glutamate and aspartate and the inhibitory neurotransmitters are GABA and glycine. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's not always black and white. It's not always, you know, sometimes the, sometimes, I don't know, GABA can also act as excitatory and, and the, re, and um, aspartate can also act as in, inhibitory. So, I mean, I mean, we are doctors. I mean, I mean, scientists. Scientists are making more and more. You know, they they are knowing more about the how these neurotransmitters work, and we are coming to know that. You know, it's 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 not as straightforward as we believed. I mean, some of these neurotransmitters they can act as both excitatory and inhibitory, depending on different situations. So. Yeah, that is about neurons, and um, yeah, and also I also I also went through the the visual pathway today. Yeah, you know, um, um, I mean, you know, uh, uh, the visual pathway. It 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 seems like a very, you know, it seems like a very sort of we take it for granted our vision the how we can see things but this is actually quite a complex process quite a complex you know you know um cycle like um you know um the first step is that the first step in this visual pathway is um is is when the is when the photoreceptors in the eye that is the rotten cones in the retina they take up the they pick up the signal and then they send it to i don't know to to the to the upper new neurons and it 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 goes all the way it goes all the way through the lateral geniculate body to the visual cortex now from the lateral geniculate body to the visual cortex there are three pathways you you have the parvocellular pathway then there is the magnocellular pathway and there is another one but which is a very minor one i i don't really remember the name but yeah it is minor now 
Now, most of these neurons from the lateral geniculate body, they end up in the four and five areas of the visual cortex. But the the third pathway, this you know, this this goes to the this goes to the one and two areas of the visual cortex. So yeah, that is about the visual pathway that I could that I can remember at the moment. And today, well, uh, besides besides the 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 besides these two topics, I also studied about placenta. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, um, amniotic fluid. I think. Um, now this is in context to gynecology. Okay, now when you know during pregnancy the baby inside the fetus, you know, it is it is surrounded by a fluid called amniotic fluid or simply amnion. So this is a very important fluid. It serves a lot of functions. It protects the baby from from damage. It it absorbs it absorbs the mechanical stress, the mechanical shock. Then um, it also provides, you know, I don't know. Um, it doesn't really provide much nutrients, um, and you know the the yeah it it prevents umbilical cord infection, and um, it 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 helps to it helps to initiate labor to 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 progress labor it really helps and then well now what is it made up of now it depends now in the initial stages of pregnancy it is made up of it, it is made up of maternal plasma maternal um, plasma so the so the composition is pretty much like a transudate transudate but you know with time the the composition changes now in the later part of the you know pregnancy it is usually made up of fetal urine yeah all all the fe- all the piss from the baby that is what makes the amniotic fluid and um yeah so now amniotic fluid can be too much in volume or too less but both of these both of these conditions are are pathological are not are not welcome when it is too little we call it oligohydramnios which is a, which is absolutely a very a very um a very grave a very grave i mean grave condition yeah so oligohydramnios um yeah now one of the reasons behind oligohydramnios well it could be it is multifarious. Sometimes the fetus is not making enough urine, and that is because something is wrong with the kidneys of the fetus, renal agenesis. That is one cause. And um, you know, um, or, or maybe there is some obstruction in the in the in the urethra or the or the bladder. That could be another reason. Okay, and um, but most of the times. What happens is that you know there is there is asymptomatic or there is there is um, uh, there is there is rupture of the membranes, which the patient is not aware of. You know, 
the, the, the membranes are ruptured and the amniotic fluid leaks out of the yeah leaks out yeah so this is this is the most common reason yeah so th those are a few of the reasons behind oligoandromnios now now moving on to polyandromnios that means too much of amniotic fluid and when do we call polyandromnios we we designate polyandromnios when the amount of liquor exceeds 2000 milliliters that is more than 2 liters now all polyandromnios is associated with many conditions like you know diabetes or maybe hypertension i don't know about that but diabetes is one cause obesity of the mother is another cause so yeah those are the causes yeah and um hmm. oh, it, it is also mostly associated with twin pregnancy so that is that is another cause and um how do we deal with polyandromnios well it depends i mean i mean i mean um during the you know d during the during the later phases of pregnancy we can actually tap some some of that amniotic fluid out of the yeah out of the amniotic sac through through a process called amniocentesis we can do that and um yeah we can also sort of go for artificial rupture of membrane but that is kind of risky because if we do that we have to make sure that the that the age of gestation is that the age of gestation is more than 34 weeks because if we start doing that we cannot stop i mean if you if you rupture the membranes artificially you have to you have to go with cesarean section yeah so i mean i mean if 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 normal delivery is not possible we have we have no other we have no other option but to go for cs so that's the disadvantage of go of doing arm artificial rupture of membranes so yeah that is about then that is about the placenta and um yeah and that is about the placenta and um what else did i what else did i go through the motions of today i think um let me try to remember well yeah yeah i also i also went through diverticulitis today and also um, uh, inflammatory bowel disease so what is diverticulitis well um as the name suggests it is inflammation of the diverticulum so what is a diverticulum a diverticulum is nothing but it, it is a kind of a kind of a herniation of abdominal abdominal content through a, through a gap in the in the intestine now this is not really normal and um it could lead to many complications like diverticulitis which presents which presents as which presents almost as appendicitis yeah and um the treatment for diverticulitis is of course very it it it, it depends if 
if this leads to peritonitis, then we have to we have to go for surgery. We have to give antibiotics. Yeah, peritonitis is a it is it is a pretty acute condition, and we have to treat right away. And yeah, well, now about inflammatory bowel disease (IBD). Well, there are two types: Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. And um, but there are, I mean, you know, these two diseases, they are not like you know, two very discrete separate diseases. They're they're kind of you know, I mean, then they have the same, same pathology, the same mechanism, and you, and then it's better, it's it's more appropriate to consider them as kind of two, as kind of, as kind of extremes. On the on the spectrum, I mean, of the same condition. However, you know, um, there are some very very distinct differences between the two. So let's um, let's start with you know ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative colitis. Um, I mean, this um, this affects the colon, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't remember all of them, but um, it's kind of funny. But smoking and appendicectomy, they have been shown to to bring down the risk of ulcerative colitis. However, that cannot be a reason for you to start smoking. No, I mean, no, don't smoke. So that is kind of interesting. And then um, ulcerative colitis. Uh, them. There are many differences. I don't remember all of them. In fact, I am struggling to remember even three or four of them. I mean, I'm confused. I mean, I do know, but I don't know if if I if I'm if I'm being right. I don't know. Well, um, I guess you know you get to see skip lesions in ulcerative colitis. I'm not sure on this. Go and check. But yeah, in 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 either of them, you get skip skip lesions and in the other you don't get yeah and that's a better way of putting it and um okay then um yeah i think that's it i can't remember i am sorry i'm so, i am so sorry i can't remember and um what's the treatment you know there is no such treatment surgery can surgery is sometimes used to attempt to treat but this is no but this is no cure one must understand that there is no cure as such for these two diseases for for inflammatory bowel disease there is just no cure i think the best a patient suffering from this disease can do is actually live a very healthy lifestyle you know don't you know just eat well just exercise and then you know be don't eat much meat and um, eat a lot of starchy vegetables and not really stress too much mentally. Those are the things which a patient can do. And the, yeah, however, you know, this is, um, many, many people suffer from inflammatory bowel disease and it's a problem. It's, um, it's a, it's a very, it's quite a debilitating disease. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's about it. And also, you know, 
since I'm talking about the large intestine, the colon, there is another disease, there, there, is, an, there is another condition which could affect the colon, which we call toxic megacolon. Now, this is caused by the, the hospital bacteria, Clostridium difficile. Yeah. Now, this is actually quite a serious condition, and um, the treatment is medicines. We can give antibiotics, vancomycin. Yeah, we, we, we first start with oral vancomycin. If that doesn't work, then we give intravenous vancomycin. So once in, so this is another kind of, you know, kind of preventable, but at the same time, not, not really preventable. And um, the patients who suffer from this are, are usually patients in the ICU who, you know, who, who have been really, <coughs> who, who have been really, <coughs> who, have been, who have been really, um, <coughs> sorry, who, who, who have been really, you know, been, uh, been immobile for a long time, that kind of a thing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I think, I think that's, that's all I guess I could remember. And, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of very, I know these, these, epi- this, this episode, which I recorded today, is kind of very desultory. It's kind of meandering, to be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm also using this as an opportunity to recapitulate what I studied today. And, you know, it's very, yeah, it's, I've been, I've been digressing from one topic to another. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's very, no, it's, it's it's not at all structured. Yeah, I don't I don't really want to make an episode like this. But then again, it really really it it really suits my convenience. So I did it. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I think I think still I think I mean there is a lot you can take from this episode. <clears throat> like like I always say, like I always say, you know my podcast is is not really is not really aimed. To provide the the best and accurate of medical information, but I just want to share something, and this something can be, I mean, it's it's not that bad. It's not that it's not that useless. Maybe you can make use of it. Make use of it if you are a lay person, a non-medical person, or or even a doctor. I mean, I don't know. I mean, as an, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, so I think that that's about it. That's that's for this episode. If you like this episode, feel free to subscribe to this podcast wherever you wherever you are listening to this. And um, yeah, and um, yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, you can also follow me on Instagram. My name is Sankalpa Chakma on Instagram. The yeah, you can follow me there. And I'm also on Cora. If you use Cora, then yeah, make I don't know, just um, just check me out. Yeah, same name. Yeah, so and that's about it. So thanks for listening to my episode once again, and I'll, I'll see you next time. Bye.